pluck 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 growing out the pod with Kara Manuelli and Amanda Hunt. Hi guys, thanks for tuning in to Growing Out the Pod. I'm Amanda. And I'm Kara. Thanks for coming on by. Thanks, yeah, thanks for, hey, thanks for swinging <laughs> by, neighbors. We're glad to have you. Grab a glass of lemonade, sit down. We're talking hair, of course, today, which is what we always do. We never deviate from that theme. Never, never. Um, Kara, my hair story this week is that I've hit a real wall. Uh, this is actually apropos of the topic we're talking about because I, my hair looks it's it's broken it's gone way too long without a haircut I had to film something in front of a green screen this weekend and I was like wow look at all the light shining through your broken broken hair and it's depressing yeah it it looks okay now because you can't see any details over zoom but if you yeah, want it looks to see great. me thank you so much looks can be deceiving it's covered in an amount of keratosis that I would say is um decadently wasteful like it's too it's such an expensive product and i'm just like i'm trying to cover hay with like with silk and it's just not it's not working i said to myself you have to get a haircut or you have to stop taping yourself and i'm never going to stop taping myself i'd rather die than not get attention for one minute so mm-hmm. yes yeah. you gotta cut your hair yep it's i'm getting time. cut on thursday Great. Oh my gosh. You have a good girl that you go to or a good guy you go to? I don't. I don't care for that kind of intimacy in a relationship. And I know, Mm -hmm. like, what's, you know, like, my hair care is a real insight into, like, my personal intimacy issues. Like, I don't like having a regular waxer. I don't like having a regular hair cutting person. I like to sort of, like, go and then just kind of, like, with waxers, I feel like I like, I like to talk. I want to just know, like, whatever they want to talk about, I want to talk about. Right. My hairstylist. I don't want to talk. I want to just sit there quietly and let them do my hair. Because if you talk to them, when it comes time to blow dry, the talking doesn't stop. And then you're just kind of like, uh-huh, oh, uh-huh. Yeah, and then they're like, they have to stop working. And you're like, no, no, I got I got to I gotta go somewhere. Can you, I don't need you to stop. I don't, I don't need, you, need stop. you to stop. And I have very, very thick hair. Yeah, you and do. And like, we can be 45 minutes into an appointment before we get to the hair drying part. And I'm like, okay, we got to just like, I, yeah. I can't be here with a stranger any longer and I can't, I can't like, I just need to go. So like, I don't want to, I don't want that. I don't want that tie to a person. I have a place I go to that opens early in the morning. I don't know if I've ranted about this before, but like Mm-mm. barber shops are open before work so men can get a haircut before work and then go to work. And most salons are not open before work. So you as a lady have to like build in time to your work day to get a haircut and it's like I think that's so sexist I I don't blame like individual stylists but like I blame like a system that thinks like well women don't need to get their hair done before work so I try to really go to salons that will do it like an 8 a.m cut or a 7 30 a.m cut so I get my hair done and then I look beautiful all day at work and it's not a waste of a haircut people have seen it yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a place open before 10. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if my earliest place – I know when I get a blowout. Like, I know sometimes at Dry Bar is where I go, and I used to go and get my hair done before things. They have early ones, so if you had a huge meeting that day and you need to look good or you had an audition early in the morning, I think L.A. has a little bit more of that. But um, We have blowout places that will do it, but, like, just a regular just a good haircut. Because you know you pay for a haircut – Let's say you go after work and then you pay for a haircut and then you just go home. Yeah. 
and your hair is so fluffy and it's never going to be that fluffy again. It's just, it's true. And then you want to, like, men can look so sharp when they're done. And I, I guess it takes them a lot sh- close, uh, shorter to get a haircut. Because, like, what if what if you, what if if you people start at 7.30 or, like, I mean, 6 o'clock? They have 6 o'clock appointments at barbershops? I mean, that's wild, but I, uh, men can do it whenever. Like, men yeah. can get their haircut whenever they fucking want. And, like, I just think there should be more options for women. A 6 a.m. Yeah. haircut for me would be very tough. Uh, that would feel very bad but I bet there's a market for it I bet there are lots of like women who are like power broker women in the world who'd love like a nice cut and color Ooh, color maybe not color I can understand like that's a that's a weekend activity if you have a regular day job yeah color yeah that'd be a little too much and to be honest if you go at six in the morning I like to have my makeup done before I go to get my hair cut because when I don't have makeup on and it's like early in the morning or something and my hair is wet and I look like a, like a wet dog. I'm just like, I don't know how I'm going to see myself. Or I, I have to keep looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like, I can't do this. And then when my hair is styled and I have makeup on, I feel better. So like, I think 6 a.m. would be too much for me. But I, yeah. I see getting just a haircut that early. If you're already up at five, you know, got your workout in, get your makeup on, just go get your haircut. Just go get your haircut. Go, yeah. go to your office job at eight o'clock. You're in the boardroom by nine o'clock making deals. Yeah. Making deals. No, I'm not making deals, but I, you know, I could, I could make a deal. I could someday make a deal. You don't know. You might. Maybe make a deal all day. Life is long. Yeah, yeah. That might be my new job. Maybe I host. Let's make a deal. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so oh. that's my hair story. Is I've, I've spun, I've spun gold into pure trash straw, and it's, it's time, it's time to have a reckoning. It's time to go. I mean, right now looks good. I understand the hay feeling. Um, mm-hmm. I this coconut. I know. I told you I use the hair. Um, the shampoo uh, bars, which are pretty good. I mm-hmm. also use this organic coconut um, shampoo, which actually makes my hair pretty silky if I blow dry it. Ooh. I realize if I don't blow dry my hair, it still kind of looks like this. I didn't blow dry it last night. I washed it last night. I woke up today frizzy and, oh, my gosh, so much static. Like, And so I tried the TikTok thing. I don't know if I said it last week or I've said it before, but I used um, a fabric softener uh, sheet to go through my hair. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It didn't work. I was so mad. That's a trick that I know pre-TikTok. That's like a trick (sighs) that costumers will tell you like, oh, just run a like static wipe through it. And that's devastating to find out that. It didn't work. work. It just made my bathroom smell really good, which is great. Um, Okay. So I didn't lose, lose. But um, it just didn't do much for my hair. Um, but um, it's still in there. And I went, went to the bathroom today. I was like, oh, it's still in here. Because it makes the bathroom smell so delicious. Wow. And it, so it just like, wait, did you, you left the wipes, or the, not the wipes, God. <laughs> I'm broken. You left the Dryer. fabric softeners in there? Well, the one sheet I used by the. My just machine. one sheet. And it kept making it smell good. Yeah. Nice. I was very impressed with my, with my, with myself. But actually, my hair right now does smell a little fabric sheety. So I feel like a little a downy little bear. If you came and hugged me, you'd think of the little bear. Snuggles, <laughs> snuggles. I love snuggles. I like snuggles and the Pillsbury Doughboy. Like, <laughs> like do something to me. Like they trigger like a like a maternal instinct in me where I'm like I love, like I like could cry thinking about how much I love them. Oh, that's so cute. I hear that they are like little glimmers. Instead of triggers, you get glimmers that give you make your heart little heart little happy. So, oh, I love that. They are glimmers for me for sure. <laughs> but how about the bears that uh, don't know how to wipe? 
The Charmin beers, I hate that fucking, that whole fucking family is disgusting. They are disgusting. And they are raising a child in a world where all they talk about is their buttholes. And I just like, that's how you created Johnny Knoxville. You know, 10 years from now, we're going to be seeing that fucking bear in a prank show on MTV. I'm so mad about it. Oh, those, I mean, every time I see those Charmin bears with little like white things around their butthole, I think of you. I think of you. Oh, that's, what a compliment. (laughs) What a dream. I If I ever meet somebody who does marketing for Charmin, I'm going to have a talk with them. Not what everyone if, wants that. What if your your man that you find is the, like, marketing man, you find him on, on, on Hinge or whatever, and you, like, have such a great day, and you realize he's in an advertising, and then all of a sudden, you go to his apartment, and there's a Charmin bear everywhere because he was the he one that... He decorates with it? He In this scenario, he decorates with the Charmin. No. He loves him so much. He's like... I did this. Do you see these little white flecks on this bear's butt? I did, I did this. Well, it'd be like an award next to it or something. Or like, you know, high. Oh, an award. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think like that is a fun rom-com. Like that's a fun movie that I'd like to see. But in real life, if you went to someone's house and they had decorated with the seven bears, <laughs> and you were like, um, why do you have this? And he's like, I made them. It's like, that actually makes it crazier. Like, <laughs> But I That's would, like when you go to someone's house and they have a bunch of pictures of themselves up and it's like just them and you're like, why? Yeah. Why are there so many little, pictures of just you? It, it's a little disheartening or a little, um, and also if, if, also if you saw a bunch of buttholes around, I think you'd be worried about it too. I'd, I'd run. I'd run. I will say at work once somebody, somebody's secret Santa, my, one of my secret Santas, I've worked at the same place long enough. I've had a slew of secret Santas. And one of them gave me a bunch of magnets that were cat buttholes. And I laughed so hard. Like, I I put them up immediately. They're still up at my desk, you know, as long as – I had to go to my office this week um, because I accidentally ordered an anthropology order to be delivered there. So <laughs> it was so annoying. No one's there. Like, the building's basically closed. Yeah. I walked into my office, and it was, like, full Walking Dead vibes. Like, it was, like – you know when they go in The Walking Dead, when they, like, go into a new place and they're, like – or, like, fucking um, The Handmaid's Tale. Yes. Where you go into an office that has been abandoned and you're, like, everything looks the same. It's like, just it looked It looks like ominous. everybody just left for the day or something. It's It was so creepy. It, was it dusty? And it also – No. I think that the cleaning staff at the build, in the building is still employed, so I think, like – they know our office is closed, but they still come by and clean, like, however often. Yeah, probably way less, but, like, dust for sure. Yeah, because there was no dust. That That is a good question because, like, it didn't feel – that was that was part of it. I guess in a real disaster mm-hmm. scenario, it would be – I would also be dusty in addition to being, like, otherwise pristine. Yeah. But it also was, like, I used to come here every day, and I haven't been here in 11 months. It's so weird. I was just talking to my husband about it. It's like, I haven't been to a restaurant. I haven't been and sat down at a restaurant in almost a year. And me and Brian used to go out all the time, like all the time. And uh, now Postmates, we do Postmates, but it's so disappointing now. It's because everything is, you know, we're kind of open now where we have people can sit outside, but it's still just like, it takes like an hour and a half to get your food on top of that. Then sometimes it's cold. From Postmates. From Postmates, yeah. And Postmates, um, we'd love to partner. Yeah, uh huh. Maybe we'd love that. Uh, maybe we'd get my food faster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But uh, so we started picking up. We started doing the pickup because I was like, we'll just pick it up. They go go faster. Still no faster. Still cold. Still really annoying. We had an we had an episode last night where we uh, got our sushi, which is weird. You know, tempo you get, you get tempura sushi because I can't have real sushi. Oh, that sucks. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And I was like, sushi is supposed to be cold, but no, tempura. Tempura. And it was ice cold. Ice cold. I've never, I've never been like a person to complain, but I was like, this is, how long has this been sitting out? Like you made us wait an hour and a half and it's, was it, did you make it an hour and a half ago? So. And then just put it in the freezer. They were like, they'll come. Yeah. They'll be here. (laughs) They'll be here. I, I think that might be like. I've been to a few restaurants. New York's had outdoor dining for a while, and I've picked pretty, like, I've been pretty choosy. Like, there's a lot of places that are, like, it's outdoors, but it's, like, well, you're in an entirely enclosed, um, like, it's a shelter outdoors, but it has four walls. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, what's the, so there, but there are a couple of places that have, like, tents that are open at both ends, and you're still, like, six feet away from any other table. Yeah. So, like, chosen my spots carefully but been out a couple of times and it's it's so nice it's so nice and I know that I'm being too much with the servers like I've turned into a full dad where I'm like <laughs> I'm like making joke like I'm like doing this kind of stuff like I'm not asking their names I'm not doing anything crazy like that but I am like just being like hey <laughs> like another person what a wild experience yeah oh that's so nice uh once I get my vaccine, I'm, I think we'll – and I know that when servers here get their vaccine, I'll feel a little better about going out. Because I know they have, they have a choice. And so if they choose not to do it, then that's their choice. Um, I know that – I think March they start getting their vaccines. We'll see. In L.A.? In L.A. Here in New York, Cuomo said that servers won't qualify as, like, a tier for getting vaccines because Cuomo is secretly the villain of coronavirus. Yeah, he is. What an idiot. Like, Yeah, yeah he fucking sucks. He has, like, Ebo is out of control. He is the reason the vaccine is not being distributed more quickly here in New York. Why? It's ridiculous. Because, because he wanted to be in charge of it instead of letting individual counties that are, like, ready to do this kind of work take over. It's so uh, It makes me so annoyed. We could have had Cynthia Nixon as governor. I know. And then we wouldn't have had that new Sex in the City show that I know is not going to be fucking good. It would have been a win-win. And instead, we have the show. We don't have a good governor. It's a lose-lose. It's a lose. I mean, here, we're kind of screwed, too. But hopefully, we'll get the vaccine. I mean, they're supposedly supposed to be easier to get them, but who knows? Who knows? And now that there's, the, you know, the, the horrible, you know, storms in the Midwest, or in the, mid, uh, in the South, excuse me, yeah. it's it's slowing it down a little bit more. So. Distribution-wise. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Fuck. Ugh. But they're realizing now that they don't have to be sub subatomic frozen frozen temperatures now. Like Pfizer can now be like just negative twenty, not negative ninety. Oh wow! So that's good. That's interesting. And Pfizer just started doing uh, trials on pregnant women, so that makes me happy. That's really exciting. Mm-hmm. That's I'm gonna knock on wood for that. But like pregnant women have been getting them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just some nice studies. Okay. I did read an article the other day about a medical doctor that was like thirty six weeks pregnant. And then got her vaccine and actually had the baby. Because that's what I was w- wondering. I was like, what happens to the baby after the fact? Like, what is going on with their after the fact? And the baby was fine. There's been no lingering anything. Um, yes, there are young babies. So we don't know what happens in the future. We don't know if that's yeah, a thing. Yeah, you can't ask them. You can't ask them. <laughs> but um, I wish we could. Um, baby genius. That would be a great... Um, 
Yeah, if only there were smarter babies. If only babies were being born smarter and they could talk right away. Right, right. Because they're listening. I mean, this baby's going to come out knowing all kinds of stuff about hair. Oh, yeah. She's probably going to be the hairiest baby. I'm so sorry, baby. Aww. Or she might need. She might not be because Brian is not hairy at all. Like, he has literally, no joke, two chest hairs. I have way more chest hairs than he does. I, I was just going to cover up my chest. Like, <laughs> two. Oh, of course. Uh, couldn't imagine having even two. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, I feel bad for her. I think I was born with more chest hair than that. Yeah. No, I was. Did you know a fun fact about hair and babies? The more heartburn you you have as a pregnant woman, the more likely your baby has a lot of hair. Is that true? I've, I've read it, so it must be. <laughs> I believe it. If it's if somebody put it in print, it is true. It's true. So how's your heartburn? I don't have any, so she might be bald. She okay. might not be, she might be hairy ba- not a hairy baby. I was born with a full head of hair, so, okay. I, so I don't know what... And Brian was not, so we'll see. Maybe she'll be in the middle. Maybe she'll be a little redheaded, like late redheaded baby. She'll she Aww. might be a little ginger gingerette. I can't wait to see her. I'm so excited to meet her. Me too. Me too. It's gonna be crazy. Oh. It's gonna be crazy. Then, we'll, then what we'll do is watch Tangled together. <gasps> Oh my god. I have a I have a song from Tangled on Instagram if you want to look at it when when you have oh, I will. wants to watch. Um with my nephew watched it a lot. Oh. And that is why I made all those singing videos. Oh, that's so <laughs> like, sweet. I can't be with him. So here are all these like Disney songs, so maybe like he'll feel like I'm with him a mm-hmm. little bit. Mm-hmm. And it, it didn't work. He understands videos. So Damn it. you know, he just enjoyed them. Damn but it. He didn't. Be, he wasn't as tricked as I wanted him to be. <laughs> oh, but that's really sweet. It's really flattering when your your nephew or niece just is like, "I love you. you're so good. I want to watch you sing all the time." You're like my biggest fan. I love you. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I know they're so sweet. Speaking of tiny little babies, should we talk about our topic of the day? Mm-hmm. Rapunzel. 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 What? So, I watched Tangled. Just gonna. I just realized my my level control isn't on. Like, let me tell you, that's a real setup for failure for me. I I peak the mic so fast. I, so I that's why I'm so far right now because I've been watching my mic because I don't know if I calibrate it right, but I'm peaking a lot, so I'm kind of further away from the mic right now. <laughs> So far, it's been okay, but still a little peaky. Hopefully, that works. We're doing great. Mm-hmm. It's peaks and valleys. That's life. Mm-hmm. Totally. That's life anyway. That's life anyways. So, Kara, so I watched Tangled, and I was like, Kara, do you want to do Rapunzel as a topic? And she was like, yes. And we did it, and it was so funny. And then I destroyed the audio. <laughs> and it was so, – I, I, I spent quite a while editing it, did one little thing, closed out of it, closed, got back in, and was like – no. I think we should see that producer. We need we need to get a producer to just we do a, get a producer. assistant or something to listen to our our voices every day and just like cut things out or keep things in and just make it sound flawless. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like okay, you know, no. like I'm doing it. I'm doing a lot of work, and doing I'll great. tell you, it sounds okay. Like I'm proud of myself, but I know that I'm limited in this area. You're doing great. You're doing great. Better than I, just I could want do. A producer, no, you could do this. This is this is not. Um, this is like you just Google it and then you do it. It's not. It's 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 self-taught. 
<laughs> your self your self taught producer, Amanda. That's pretty talented. Yeah, people call me um, Doctor the Doctor Dre of just this podcast. <laughs> we do. I do. People are always saying that. <laughs> so Kara very graciously was like, "Oh, let's just record it again." And I was like, "Oh my god, I have the best partner in the world. <laughs> what a dream!" You're welcome. So here we are, me grateful, Kara benevolent, to discuss Rapunzel for the second time. And wow, I've learned so much about Rapunzel. We split up the research. I took the fairy tale part. Kara took the science part. And that is a real, that's a real insight into our skill, our skill set. <laughs> Medical and, yep, we see it. Medical see and it. fanciful. <laughs> yeah, you have your PhD in fanciful. I wish, I wish someday I'll get, I'll be whimsical enough to earn my PhD. <laughs> a, a whimsy PhD. How cute. Mm-hmm. That's a TV show, I think. Maybe I'll write that about some little doodlebugs getting their whimsy PhDs. I think you should. It's trademarked now. Do, nobody steal that idea. Yeah, that's yours. Thank you. Copyright. you. Copyright, furries, don't touch it. No touching. No touching. No touching that idea. <laughs> So I learned some really interesting stuff about Rapunzel. Okay. The first thing that I learned in my research is like, you know, when you're in a meeting and you say something and then like the dude next to you repeats it like it's his idea and everybody's like, wow, that guy is so smart and cool and good. Um, That's like the Grimm brothers all the time. Yeah. They're grimy. They, they're grimy. They're grimes. The Grimes take Grimey Brothers. One, take away one of those M's, put yep. in an either Grimes Brothers, because they steal fairy tales, and then everybody says, oh, that's a grim version, and it's not the grim version. I'll yep. tell you something. There is a woman. Her name is Charlotte Rose de Comment de la Force. And nice accent. Thank you so much. <laughs> Fluent in French, of course. <laughs> in, ni- in 1697, this woman, Charlotte, she published a version of uh, – it's – it was called Parsinet, which is, I think, like lettuce. The A fun fact about Rapunzel is Rapunzel is another word for rampion, which is another word for lettuce, or mm-hmm. it's like a kind of lettuce, I guess. And so Rapunzel is named after the reason that she's in the tower, which is fucked up to me. We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll please. Get Let's that. Get, I can't wait. A Parsinet, I believe, is also a vegetable. A Parsinet? And Isn't it kind of like a Parsinet? Uh, I think so, I probably in en français. En français. Again. Exactly. Oh yeah, both of us are completely yeah, fluent. After this, we're going to Paris. No guidebooks necessary. No, we, we don't it. need it at all. Growing out the pot in Paris, so we'll probably <laughs> be nominated for a Golden Globe. <laughs> probably. And <laughs> so Charlotte wrote this exact story basically, and then and. Charlotte was at the time being held in a convent because she had been a courtier and Louis the 14th. Okay. And that's how I wrote that Roman numeral wrong. I think Louis the 14th court for perceived misconduct, which, you know, well-behaved women rarely make history or write fairy tales or whatever. Right. So she was being held in a convent. So she was like, let me write a story about a girl who's also being confined, <sighs> which is tough. Um, so Rapunzel, the story of Rapunzel is there's this woman, she's pregnant. She's okay. married to a man. 
And she says, I'm having cravings for lettuce. I'm dying for lettuce. I have to get lettuce. Babe, I need lettuce. And her husband says, babe, I'll do anything for you. I'll get you lettuce. Their next door neighbor, obviously a witch. And that's, I like really wonder what that dynamic was like. Yeah. Like it's like there's this, you know, this woman and this man and they're sort of like, I think peasant level. And then they live next door to a witch just very casually most of the time. So he scales their shared fence to steal lettuce out of her garden. So I guess they couldn't have just like asked. Just asked. Yeah. Hey, my wife is like very pregnant. She really wants some of your greens. Could we trade maybe? Could we do a deal? I wish I craved. It's uh, all been avoided. That's probably the best thing to crave is lettuce when you're pregnant. Yeah. That's a real show off move from Rapunzel. Yeah bio mom jesus christ so he steals the lettuce and the witch is like nobody steals from me and instead instead of killing him she just says i you in exchange for this lettuce i'm taking your firstborn child and to today in today's world that's really extreme in today's world in fairy tales i believe a firstborn child was like a frequent currency for these sorts of issues so it's you know it's less extreme it also during the time that rapunzel was written people believed that if you denied a pregnant woman her cravings she could die oh that's true that's true story still amanda it's still a true story oh wow (laughs) so that's context We don't want to deny you your cravings. That's why you got to have your donuts. Mm -hmm. And that's why Rapunzel's mom had to have that lettuce. So when he's like, yeah, I guess take our firstborn child, he's thinking, my, you know, I want my wife to live. Yeah. So makes sense. So I'd rather have my wife than my first child. Here, I mean, here you go, witch. That's a, that's a, that's a tough, it's a tough call, Mm -hmm. but I think he made the right one because we got a story out of it. We did. We, and that's what matters, to me mm-hmm. at least, for this. So then the witch takes Rapunzel, and every version of the story, this is so gross to me, in every version of the story, she's like just being a little kid, just living in that garden, and then at 12, they put her in the tower because she's so beautiful. At 12 years old? Well, yeah, because cause back then I think it's men were like, oh, you had your period? Cool, let's just do it. I mean, let's let's not pretend that men now are not creepy to twelve year Correct, correct. No, they're not. They never have not been. Um, I feel <laughs> so now. And you know, maybe Rapunzel was like walking to a friendly shopping center with her friends and kept getting like honked at by men on the <laughs> on Holden Road and called lascivious names. And the, Rapunzel's mom was like the witch. She's not Rapunzel's mom. Gothel. You know, it's yeah. complicated. I I don't know. Rapunzel called her mom. Right. She was like, you have to go in the tower now. And so Rapunzel goes in the tower and then grows grows her hair super long, lets her mom up whenever. And then a prince just wants to get in the tower. And Rapunzel doesn't seem to notice a difference between her her kidnapping mom's voice and a prince's voice. And to me, my mom's voice sounds different than a prince's voice. I agree. And I think, especially if she's a witch, I'm sure she has like a very distinct like crotchety voice or like that mm-hmm. high pitched screech or like a very grovelly, creepy, goblinly voice. And I think maybe and probably looks a lot different. I know that she's so high up in the tower she can't really see down. It's hard. It's hard because she's so high up. But she's you know, she's a woman and she just, you know, she thinks if they're calling her name that, you know, it's just Wow, attention. I yeah. better just let down my hair for attention. Yeah. No one knows I'm here. Honestly. But, no one knows I'm here but my 
creepy mom. So it must be her. It must be her. The other alternative is that the prince also has a creepy goblin voice. Yeah. I mean, what if he does? Like, what if maybe she's like, I'm just really attracted to that voice. And all of a sudden it's like his voice. He, he comes up, he's like handsome and this sounds like a crotchety old woman. She's like, this is it. You're the one. They fall in love. She's like, you actually remind me so much of someone. <laughs> Can you sing to me? Thanks. Can you sing to me? I, I find your creepy goblin voice so soothing. <laughs> oh. And then like in all the versions, basically they promise themselves to each other and then they do it. And then she's pregs and... He just keeps coming up and down the tower instead of being like, let's try to get out of the tower. It seems like they're just sort of like, this works for us. You know, alternative family style. And she either accidentally tips off the witch that she's pregs. In some versions, she's like, oh, my bodice is getting tighter. And the witch is like, immediately like, pregnant. Or, <laughs> oh, which my bodice gets tighter all the time. Yeah. I'm definitely not yeah. eligible for pregnancy at this moment. <laughs> so... That's that's like one version. Then there's other versions where she like has the twins and then the witch finds out. But either way, the witch c- comes. She hides and waits for the prince. She pushes him out of the tower. He gets blinded and goes to a desert and wanders around. I don't understand the topography of this world where he can be banished to a desert and then like the witch can grow lettuce like pretty close by. And then Rapunzel has the twins. She gets banished. She finds him. In my opinion, the only accurate representation of Rapunzel is Into the Woods. Yes. I agree. Like, where she's, like, socially completely fucked and doesn't understand how to interact with other people. That's realistic for somebody who's been kept in a tower. Yeah, and, like, how is she going to know about, like, sex? How does she know – how does she know about that? Because in Bridgerton, she, no, no woman knows about sex until the man tells her about it. Yeah. And even then, I know I think we've talked about the coming in hand in Bridgerton a lot, but I I just like I'll never get over it. That's the funniest story. I haven't. Structure. I don't know if I've seen that part yet. I'm only in episode three. Oh, mm, I know. I keep sorry. hearing. No, I, I don't know what that's gonna mean. I I I, I know. I should. I watch it as I work out because it's I, it's good. It's good. It's good. But it takes me a second to like get started on it. Here's what I'll say: Once you get past episode four. I don't think you will feel that way. Okay. I think it has kind of a slow start. And then all of a sudden, you're on the couch. It's seven hours later. And you're like, wow, I well, good. <laughs> I need I need that because I need a show that I need to binge watch. It's just like I, you, I miss it. I think this will get – I think this will get you there. Okay. Also, have you watched Winks, a fairy saga? No. What's that? Meredith Paul, friend of the pod, guest of the pod, recommended it to me. It is a story about teens – and they're all fairies, so they all have fairy powers, and they live in a boarding school. And there's obviously a lot more to it than that, but obviously they're sexy teens. I looked up their mm-hmm. ages. The one I'm attracted to is over 20, so I feel fine about it. And <laughs> all of the adults are cool and good and also look like adults, which is cool. Like, they aren't the, – the like, the adults aren't, like – they're attractive, but they aren't hot. They look right. like normal people. Normal people. Mm-hmm. So that's also – pretty cool i really a big fan of that and wish that would be more of a trend in media i everyone is british almost everyone is british is that netflix it's on netflix and there's it's only six episodes oh okay so you just you go through that one fast 
I've been shit in a weekend, and I'm not one for binging a show in a weekend, really. That's not my... That's mm-hmm. not my I'm not either. But I couldn't stop watching this. Well, that's good to know. So, Winks, like W-I-N-K-S, like you're winking? W-I-N-X. Oh, Winks. Oh, it's... Winks. Winks. It sounds like Spanx, or like... It's it's a lot like Spanx. <laughs> It's basically, it is sponsored by Spanx, so everybody keeps going, oh, you know, hold on one sec. I got to get my shaper on before we can go out. <laughs> well, I just think, like, things with an X, like Playtex, and, like, things end with an X are more, like, hip and cool. So I get why they were called Wings with an X, because, like, Wings is stupid, and Wings is, like, an emoji, but if you have it with an X, you're, like, sexy, because sexy has an X in it. <laughs> yep, it's the transitive property of X. Yeah. X, X, just, yep, it's all about sex. Playtex, tampons, all about sex. Rapunzel, all about sex. Mm -hmm. Something else that I learned that was very interesting is that Rapunzel's been a story that's been told like over and over and over again in different cultures. So there is, uh, there's a version where that I think is the original one. It's like a Persian epic poem that this this poet wrote from 997 to 110, 110, the common era, which I think is this era. Yeah, common era is now. I think current, cur- you know, current common. era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a C for sure. Yeah. And, <laughs> and there's this, in it, there's a section of it where this princess Rudaba lets her hair down to an Iranian king, Zal, and there's like, People don't think that this is a good idea. They don't want them to be in love. But she's got that long hair so he can climb it anytime he wants. And her hair is curly. And that, to me, makes a lot more sense. Oh, yeah. For a Rap- like, Rapunzel is always depicted as having this blonde, straight hair. And I just can't imagine climbing that. You would fall off immediately. It's white, 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 white. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and, and blonde hair, I mean, it's silky. And it always is shiny and beautiful. So... Mm-hmm. I, I can see why a curly hair has a little more, like, oomph to it and bounce. And you could probably, like, support, it's thicker and it can support more weight. And there's more places to cat hold on to. Like, you can make, create knots as you go up. Yeah. Or, I mean, even, you can even probably just, like, get a hold of it better. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, as somebody who has curly hair, when I put it up, it stays up. When I put my hair up when it's straight, that ponytail holder is sliding right down. Yep. Yep. So imagine if that's a prince trying to make love to you and impregnate you with two babies. He's on the ground. And you know, I didn't think about this, but like, if your hair is whatever long, like, how do you wash it? And does it get washed? And how much shit? Because it's dragging everywhere. So there must be like, there must be like, you know, Kleenex. Because <laughs> back Death then bunnies. they had that. Dandruff. Yeah, Kleenex. Kleenex brand. <laughs> Kleenex, Kleenex. Kleenex with an X because it's sexy. <laughs> Because it's sexy and it's in your hair. <laughs> you would be like, where is my shoe? And then you'd be like, oh, my hair, of course. Yeah. Wow. Like, imagine all the stuff you would lose or you would never lose because they're in your hair. But you'd have to go through your hair. And I think that would be really annoying. It just annoying. would take you so long. Yeah. I guess that's lucky that she was in the tower in that way. Because it's she's not going anywhere. Right. But, like. In a way, we're all Rapunzel now. I guess. That's true. We're all Rapunzeling. I just wish I had that hair. I bet it was all fucking split ends too. Oh, as somebody sure. who's had who has six months of growth, and uh, it looks like straw. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, before I got my hair cut, I had blonded my hair and split ends up to my ears, and uh, she cut all of it off. 
end. She cut the ear, the air split in. The air, the air, the ear split ends, which thank God. But yeah, no, it's, it's good. If you, my hair does feel, I don't, I don't get as many knots. You know how I, I've been talking about how I get naughty, naughty, naughty bad hair. Um, I haven't had any issues with any knots right now. Since you got it cut. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, it didn't get nice. shorter, but I, she did cut like a layers, like I said, which probably the layers had a lot of dead ends that were getting, um, you know, tangled on each other. And my hair was great to be climbed up if you wanted to back then. Now you probably would slide out. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that's really the mark of healthy hair. Mm-hmm. Like if you're sliding out, it's actually healthy. It's healthy. Yeah. 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 Wait, Carol, what did you learn science-wise? Sci- well, I were history-wise, not much as not much science-wise, but apparently, you know, back in biblical times, your hair was very close to God. So women who had And not in a Texas way, not in a No. Not in like a Not in a teasing it up way. Not the volume, um, which also is true though. You are closer to God the higher your your puff is. Your puff and your of curls. Course. Uh, you got to have them your them bangs like 10 stories high. <laughs> And you will be closer to God, um, but it meant you Here, had, I just pulled hers up. I did. I'm so trying to do it right now. A closer. Um, that didn't work. Did not work. It looks horrible. No, it's perfect. It looks really good. It looks really good. Um, kind of look like you've got one of those powdered wigs on. I do. It looks like I'm. I'm. Um. I did the uh, old George Washington. You know, when you're in the pool <laughs> yeah. and you want to make your hair look like old George Washington. That's that's what I just did. Um. Yeah. This is my new style. Um. By the way, speaking of styles, you know, the big, big thing in, in the world right now is Gen X's and, and millennials with the hair parting on the side with the hair parting in the middle. This is draw. This is so drama. I'm only seeing some of it on Twitter. And I, I got to say, so what is it? G- Gen X says you need- Gen Z. Gen Z. Excuse me. Gen Z. We are, um, we are beneath Gen, Gen X. So millennials, which we are, part on the side. Mm-hmm. I've always been a middle parter for the most part, um, <laughs> and um, but I guess Gen Zers are like or Gen Zers, yeah, are like you have to wear big baggy jeans mm-hmm. or flares, which we did wear. We wore those when we were kids. Um, yeah, we leg. know from flares. Oh yeah, and now they're going back to the Britney Spears low rise jeans. I guess. Lord of all the trends to come back, that's the worst and one. Skinny jeans are out. I mean. I know about I know about all of this stuff, and I say one I wasn't cool when I was a teen. I certainly am not going to be cool to teens now. No, yeah, <laughs> I know. And I ride the subway in New York. Everyone knows like the most scary time to get on the train is right after teens get out of school because they might just drag you and walk right on by. Like they might just be like nice sneakers for an old lady and keep going. Oh. Like you don't know. So. In New York, I think we are a little bit more inoculated against the judgment of TikTok teens because we are interacting face-to-face with teens who will just call you old and just keep moving all day long. So, like, I I also – I am I guess I'm a middle parter when I have bangs, and when I grow them out, I go side part. Yeah. And what I'll say to these children, because they'll learn it for themselves, I'm sure – all of Gen Z listens to our podcast. Do you think probably the entire the entire Gen Z? Because I talk about uh-huh. TikTok, which they're all uh-huh. in. They all know that I talk about TikTok, so they're like, "Oh, we got us in the pod," because they're to, <laughs> they talk about TikTok stuff that we are teaching them. <laughs> <laughs> so to the entire generation of Gen Z, I will say God bless, and I root for all of you. Every time that a young person drags an older person, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm even happy if it's me a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
I'm also devastated and dying and twisting inside of sadness. But so it's a combination yeah. of these two things at all times. But I will also say, go ahead and wear those slow rise jeans. Go ahead and part your hair however you want. In 10 years, you're going to look at that picture and be like, that looked like shit or that looked awesome. And there's no way to predict it. So you should just like follow your heart follow now. Follow your heart now. Um, I mean, it's what's kind of refreshing is that millennials, we already did all that shit. We had the baggy mm-hmm. jeans, the boyfriend jeans, the jinkos, the low rise. We had our hair parted in the middle. We did all that shit. We had the sparkle hair. We had the butterfly clips. We had them all. And everything's coming back. Everything is coming Everything's back. Everything's coming back. And you can pry my skinny jeans off my body if you if I'm cold and dead. Otherwise, I know. like I love skinny jeans. They look good on me. I have kept a pair of bootcut jeans because I knew they would come back. I knew they would. And they looked great on me however many years ago at their tail at the tail end of their of their hotness. Mm-hmm. So if I need them, I have them. Yeah, you, they're there, which is good. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first started wearing skinny jeans, I'm like, I can't believe I'm wearing skinny jeans. Ew. And now that's all I want to wear. That and leggings. Actually, all I wear now are, are pregnancy leggings, which are the most comfortable things in the world. Um, but I just can't imagine wearing the the, the high-waisted or low-waisted, just baggy bags. Do you remember, did you ever cut the waistband off of your jeans? No. I never, I was too, I was so self-conscious. I didn't ever had my, I barely had low rise. I always felt, you know, I was always judging myself. So I had like the high rise still to my belly button. I feel better when I have to be covering my belly button. Uh, I cut them off and they looked very bad and were always falling down and I was always pulling them up. And I would wear a shirt so long that you couldn't tell. It oh, was mm-hmm. the stupidest way to try to conform to that trend I would say if there's one thing one difference that I hope for the Gen Zers the Zoomers if you will Mm -hmm. I hope for them that all kinds of body types feel good in those low-cut jeans if you want to wear those low-cut jeans you got a little belly go nuts you know if you're if you're fat and you want to wear the styles and the trends, I hope that that is something that's now more accessible to people and that there are, like, real plus-sized options. Yeah. I, I, I think that's, that's the difference. That's what I'm seeing in um, in TikTok, which is nice, is people are not being as body-shamey. They're more accepting. And I really – and, like, they're really – mental health is such a big deal for Gen Zers, which is really nice because it's making people aware of what's going on with them and, like, being more open and not – judging and, and and not thinking you have a problem because there's something that we can really talk about and like ident- and, and, and a community to, to identify with for the most part I mean people still care about what they their likes and their shit like any of us do and their popularity and they might have that little bit the that privilege of it kind of skewed in their mind like what what's important but I do like that people are more um Natural. The famous people that I see now that are younger are more natural looking and don't have the, you know, the Kim K um, faces. Because I see a lot of the people are a little like maybe a little under millennials, basically, that all look kind of, they all want to look like them. Yeah. And like the Kim K makeover, you get your nose and you get your fillers and you get your lips done. Your and eyes and your... Yeah. And it's just like, they're creating a standard of beauty that people really look up to, but also is like just not real. Like 
they're not real people. They don't. And it's homogenizing. Like it, yeah. everybody's face starts to look the same. They do. Once you plump it up with all those fillers and do all that stuff to it. And like I said, I'll probably get some Botox after all this is over. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to like do a little something. But I do think it's it's really important. I mean, the number one thing is to make yourself happy. Mm-hmm. If you're happy and you want to look just like Kim K., God bless. Yeah. You know, I I, I I truly don't judge it, even though I have seen some people's plastic surgery up close and been sad for them. Yeah. Because I think it does – it it looks one way even on camera or when you can do contouring and then light it, and it looks a different way when you're out in the world. It really does. And they're starting to show that people that can look, look great con- – like, I watch these women on TikTok do makeup that is beautiful. I can't I don't know how to do that and then when I see them in real light or they're like here's the light that I'm actually in my bathroom you're like oh that does not look good yeah it's really good on camera like taking pictures and doing it but like in normal life people don't look like that you can't get that contour to look real natural enough where you don't you don't see a line or you don't see the complete color difference between your cheekbone and your nose bridge you know what I mean yeah so I mean, it's it's also like very uncanny valley. I would say like most of the celebrities I've seen who have had plastic surgery, I've noticed the surgery before the celebrity, and I'm talking about like huge stars. Like what do you when mean? When you see them in person, mm-hmm. you not Marilyn Monroe because she's dead, but let's just say Marilyn Monroe. So I'm not shitting on a real life person. Yeah, <laughs> but. It would be like you see somebody that level of fame and you think, wow, that's a woman who's had a lot of plastic surgery. And then a beat later you say, that's Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. It's like that's – it stands out so much more. That's what's cool about the Winx show, for example, is like the women who are older look a little older and they aren't old. They aren't cast as old. They're still women who are doing cool action stuff and their faces have wrinkles. Yeah, that's how – actually, it's a British show, right? You said it's a British show? Yeah. Uh, when I watch industry, same with the w- older women, are older women and look beautiful. Same with Ted Lasso. Did you watch Ted Lasso at all? No. Everybody says it's so good. I it's a really good it. happy. It's a happy show. It's like a feel good. Quarantine sucks. Let's let's just like be happy endings because we're so sick of the villains being the winners and everything. And um, the lead woman is an older woman and ha- she has wrinkles and she's beautiful. But she's older, and she's she's the lead, and I'm like, and it's beautiful, and she's gorgeous, and she's British, and then I again in industry they also cast people who are of their age and look their age and are good looking, but don't have a shit ton of work done. Yeah, it's really refreshing. It's so much easier to watch when you watch. Yeah, I mean, I've already I've already said this exact thing, so I'm not going to repeat myself. But it it does come sometimes take you out of it when you see a beautiful, famous actress who steps into like a sitcom, for example, and her fillers have taken away some of the interesting parts mm-hmm. of her face. Mm-hmm. I understand the pressure to do it. I I sympathize with it, and I especially if you're like iconically beautiful, mm-hmm. if that's something that you've always been known for. Which is it's also it's also a hard thing to be. You're valued for your looks. So when your looks go away, which we get older, our looks will fade. But men but it, are, also with women, we say they get they go away, and with men, they're just like we think Brad Pitt is still as hot as he ever was, mm-hmm. and he is. He's so hot. But can a woman just also age in that same way yep. and still be hot? But men don't like that. Men like younger because they're fertile. They're longer hair. They have thicker you know ability to have babies and so 
so scientifically and whatever, um, they want the younger and that's why they look, they, in their minds, that's the standard of beauty and old just doesn't mean anything because you can't make a baby with an old person, older woman. And <laughs> I mean, you can now, but like, you know, it's just. It also, we, we encourage men, like all of our gays is, is women should look like little girls. Yeah. Like I think it's as much cultural as it is biological. Yes. Definitely. Have you seen Dane Cook recently? Ooh. Yes. Speaking of bad, bad, like men not aging gracefully. Yikes. It's, it's interesting to see men, but men have that pressure too. I mean, he was a good looking younger boy. I know he had pot marks, but that's normal. Pot marks? Yeah, Kara, but he has pumped his face full of crazy I stuff. Know. And then is dating a literal child. Like, who's he dating? That, he, his girlfriend... His, she became his girlfriend when she was 18, but they met before that at a game night. What man in his 40s has a game night with a 17-year-old girl? No. That, I mean, that is fucking creepy. So, like, his is a little different to me because, like, he, I don't, I, I'm, like, loathe to put a, a P-word label on that one, but it's a little P-word to me. I and mean. I think um, making his face look like the fucking creepy uncanny valley joker is is part of that yeah is he married to her not yet i don't even know if they're still together they it was like a couple years ago oh man i mean he's older but she was his girlfriend but i mean like think of what's 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 chloe cardat chloe no kim chloe courtney's husband or father baby daddy is again dating an 18 year old he's He's like 38, 39. Yeah. But he and keeps she is going. A young girl. And she's a her mom's on her mom Lisa Renna is on Real House. That's right. Beverly Hills. And so I I know Amelia. I know Amelia very well. <laughs> you guys are close. You guys are We super are very close. close. And she's a young 18. She is not she's not like worldly. It's creepy regardless, but she's such a like she's such a sheltered girl. Yeah. It makes it extra creepy to see him dating her. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's like, why? Your daughter's going to be soon, like, close to that age. And it's just, it's just sad. And, like, he was a big partier, I know. And I maybe he's, he's stuck in that, like, I need to be young. I'm young and pretty. I have a young girlfriend that literally can't go to bars because she's underage. But we'll still take her. Like, it's just, it's gross. And he's done a disgusting thing to his hair. Without even being kind of a creepy old lech. What did he do to his hair? He bleached it. And it looked really bad. And then this weekend, he painted it pink. Oh, no. He didn't paint it pink. He he dyed it. He had a professional. Yeah, because he can afford it. Yeah. Because he can afford it. And the the picture that he posted on Instagram of it, the guy is doing his hair. And the look on this, this technician's face is like, I wish I wasn't in this photo. Like I wish, <laughs> I wish I wasn't being implicated in how this is gonna look because it looks not great. <sighs> like he's being polite, but there's something in his eyes that's like, Kill as me. an artist, this is killing. It's me. like this is not what I would do to anybody else, but he's paying me a shit ton of money, and I guess it's free press. Um, yeah. good press, uh, I guess. <sighs> well, you know, I mean, it's an even color. Like the color job is good, but the choice. He looks, I mean, he looks like a, like Jared Leto as the Joker, but rich, you know? So he's he not does. creating chaos. He's just like having sex with young girls. Ugh, it's so gross and so skeezy and just, 
I mean, he's not happy. He can't, I mean, I don't know if he's ever, I, I don't know what their love life is or their love life was, but Chloe, but Courtney's now dating um, the drummer from Blink-182. Travis Barker. Travis Barker. I ship it. I think I love nice. it. I, I see that going the distance. Like, I really think that has potential. They all are this, that you know, the same age range. So, like, perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, for mm-hmm. mature, a mature. Have you, are you a fan? Do you watch the show? Uh, no, I've watched a couple of a couple episodes here and there, but like I don't watch it religiously. I don't know this last Same. episode. I've also never watched it, and think about how much we know about the Kardashians. I know we don't even watch the show. I know it's pretty sad. Like I, 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 I admire them. I think they they did it. No, culture in a wild. They did way. good. They took they took their they made a brand and they branded it, and now it's yeah. infiltrating the world for good and for bad. There, there's yeah, you know, there's good and bad. They anything. steal a lot of a lot of makeup ideas mm-hmm. and they've culturally appropriated from black women left and right and left yes, and right. Yes, 100%. People really hate them and I think those are good reasons to hate them but I think like it's very, it's just interesting to me how they, I know everything about them. Yeah. And I I think I've watched maybe one episode. Yeah. It's weird that we know so much. Well, you know, they got divorced and Kim filed for divorce this weekend. I couldn't stop thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh. I can't, Kanye, I mean, you feel bad for Kanye, but I don't feel bad, I don't feel bad for Kanye, Kanye, but I also do because he has mental issues that he needs to be addressed. He really yeah. needs to be addressed, like, a lot. I really hope, I really want the best for him because he was such a good, back in the day when we were in college, he, you know, came out with all those cool songs and he seemed like a cool guy and maybe he got that God complex. I mean, he's not paying his... He was also in a car accident yeah. and his mom died. Like, I think, I think a lot has happened mm-hmm. to him in addition to immense fame yeah. which is enough to happen to someone yeah so who knows what what all goes on just in general what what a wild family yeah what a wild world yeah it's crazy it's it's cool it, it's it's good to see the vulnerability they have of talking about it which is something that people didn't talk about before so we give them a little more grace give him more grace because we know he's bipolar and but also we're like Kim good job for leaving him kind of you know what I mean yeah um it's hard it's hard to leave your prince it really is it really is he, Rapunzel never left hers but it seems she like never left anything, anything though she stayed in that warm room so yeah <laughs> Kim Kardashian's ready to leave the tower yeah she's ready use that long hair those weaves those uh those extensions do it <laughs> Kara, do you want to talk about your big television news? Oh my gosh. If you guys are watching RuPaul's Drag Race recently, you might have seen my face in the commercials. Maybe a quick little jaunt of a face or anyway, or a sweaty face. Um, me and my <gasps> friend Gwen are did are on a game show called Cherry's Wild. And it's a game show that has to do with pop culture and casinos and slot machines and winning tons of money, maybe, possibly, hopefully, maybe. Um, and so, and it's hosted by freaking Mr. American Pie himself, Jason Biggs. He was so nice. He was the nicest guy. Is he very handsome in person? I feel like he would be handsome. He wore a really Mm -hmm. nice purple suit and I was like, yes. Okay, Steve Harvey. And he was, he he came up to me first and said, congratulations, because he knew I was pregnant and he didn't, like, he was just so sweet and warm. Um, we don't mention I'm pregnant on the show, which I kind of wish I would, but it's fine. Um, but he he was just so fun to work with, like so easygoing. During the commercial breaks, we just like you know talk about stuff. It was really fun. He was really cool. So this week, the twenty first, 
That's and so exciting. On Fox. You'll see us on Cherry's Wild. On Fox, Cherry's Wild at either 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. And like, so check your local listings for show times. Um, you can also follow Kara and Gwen, who are best friends and partners in many endeavors, <laughs> but they've got a fabulous Instagram account if you want to plug. Oh, it's called Pretty on Pitch. That's exactly how it sounds. Pretty on Pitch. Because um, we're like pretty and we're like kind of on pitch sometimes. We sing. It's a musical comedy. So we're, it's all about. All They're, <laughs> they make beautiful harmonies. This is, you guys neg yourselves in your Instagram. <laughs> You're like, ah, we're fine. They're like amazing and they make up amazing songs and they are superstars. I hope to coast on their coattails all the way to the top. <laughs> Well, either way, one of us is coasting on somebody's, so. Look, we're all wearing coats with tails so that if need be, somebody can immediately jump right. on. Yes, 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 yes. Wait, so do you, did you go up against other people no. or do you play against the game? So it's just, you're playing against the game. So it's just me and Gwen the whole episode. The episode is called Karen and Gwen. So it's us the whole time playing against this machine and answering questions and getting them right or wrong and there's other like wild things they sh- throw at you during the game and um yeah so it's about pop culture which is pretty cool I think I'm pretty good that's so so cool yeah I'm so excited to watch I'm so proud of you Thanks. also like you and Gwen have been friends your entire lives basically yeah, yeah. so like the chemistry is unbeatable it's uh, we talk about that too about how long we've known each other it's kind of cr- crazy it's really sweet like Jason is so nice he actually cared I mean he seemed to actually care about how what we did in our lives and like who we were and genuinely genuinely interested, which is nice. That is really nice. That's that. I mean, it sounds like he's a good host. He is. He's great. He's funny. And when we'd mess up, we'd have to go back and he would just redo a joke again. And it was just it was so good. He was so funny and humble. He's like was a humble a, dude. Was there an audience? No, there wasn't. That makes sense. There was an audience. It, they, they, I think they did some audience noises for us, but they also did pre- do a, an audience pre-show mm-hmm. um but that the sound of the audience really does help it help us did help us throughout the the game show you'll see I believe it I I mean like I've done some zoom stand-up shows and let me tell you there's nothing more black mirror it's a fucking bummer <laughs> to do it like when you're on a stage you need to hear yes. you need to like feel something out there and I guess even if it's just like one sound guy pushing an audience clap button just something. Give me, give me, me feel something. like I'm, I'm loved of some sort. Give me validation. Let make me feel like I'm hated. I don't give a fuck. Right. But give me something. Yeah. yeah. A boo. I give a fuck. I don't, don't hate me. I give a fuck. Please don't come <laughs> to my shows and boo me when we're back in real life. But I will accept a boo. A boo's fine. Yeah. Just some sort of, just throw words or a sound at me of some sort. Please, thank you. Yeah. Even at this point, once I told a joke, no one laughed. And a woman in the audience groaned, like audibly <laughs> groaned. And like at the time it was devastating. And now I'm like, what would I give to hear a stranger be like, oh. <laughs> I mean, you made an impression. I mean, that's you made all I want. If I can't get laughs and I can't get hired, I at least want to know I kind of ruined someone's night. <laughs> yes. Yes. And yes. <laughs> Winning in all aspects. Winning in all aspects. I love it. I hope you win in all aspects on Cherries Wild on Fox, February 21st at either 7 or 8 p.m. Check your local listings. Yes. Awesome. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Growing Out the Pod. If you want to tell us your hair stories, email us at growingoutthepod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at growingoutthepod. 
Have a great day, and remember, exfoliation is the enemy of ingrowns. Growing out the pod.